Welcome everyone and welcome today to uh, a new interview uh, of the ICJ. We are very excited actually to bring to you the news uh, of uh, a case that the International Commission of Jurists uh, uh, has won uh, and a case that is much importance for children in Europe and for international law. Uh, the case is ICJ versus Czech Republic, uh, and it was brought before the European Committee on S Social Rights uh, and uh, was brought by the ICJ together with the Forum for Human Rights uh, of the Czech Republic, uh, an NGO in the Czech Republic. And uh, we have here with us uh, the key lawyer that worked on the case, uh, is my colleague, Karina Babicka, uh, that uh, will be able to tell us much more about the case and tell us why it's important. Thank you for joining us, Carolina, and welcome here. How are you? Good. Hi. Thank you very much for having me. So it, it is kind of exciting. It doesn't come every day to win a case like that. And I think the most important thing to start off is understanding what this case about, in a sense, what situations are we talking about in this case? Yeah, exactly. So it is, it is a really uh, an important decision uh, and it concerns uh, children below the age of criminal responsibility that find themselves accused or suspect of having uh, breached the law in, in the Czech Republic. And it concerns in particular access to procedural rights of these children. So they, they very often do not have uh, access to any legal assistance and also just end up in court really unnecessarily. So um, to give you an example, um, uh, an example of a, of a case that we used actually in this collective complaint, was a boy who was uh, 14 years old, uh, who was um, allegedly committing an assault against his teacher at his school. And immediately after the incident, he was detained uh, and uh, taken to the police station where he was held for about um, seven hours. And during that time, he was not allowed to contact anybody. Um, he was interrog interrogated. Um, without uh, being informed about the right to remain silent, uh, without actually being able to contact his parents or, or, or his lawyer. He was also um, subjected to, to fingerprinting and extracting of DNA, uh, again, in the absence of any, any support. So, um, and cases like this uh, happen, uh, unfortunately, quite often. These are about, um, about a third of all the of, of all the cases in the Czech juvenile system are children below the age of uh, criminal responsibility, which, which is 15 in the Czech Republic. So there's often also cases of children with um, serious intellectual disability, for instance, that would still be interrogated for many hours by the police, being put under pressure without any access to, to procedural guarantees um, and especially without any access to, to a lawyer. Um, so yeah, even though these children are actually below the age of criminal responsibility, so they cannot be held criminally liable, 
they may still be uh, subject to pretrial criminal proceedings, uh, such as I described the, the interrogation by the police, and they may be also subject to very concrete sanctions, even, um, even uh, including deprivation of liberty in, for instance, educational correction centers or um, children's homes with schools or psychiatric hospitals. So, and, and you know, there is a, there is a law, a Juvenile Justice Act uh, in the Czech Republic that covers uh, both age groups of youth, children below the age of criminal responsibility, and then juveniles aged 15 to 18, where, where um, the juveniles actually do have quite good, uh, you know, and um, uh, good access to, to procedural rights. They have access to have legal assistance uh, from the start of the pretrial stage. They also have access to diversions, uh, so alternatives to the proceedings, such as mediation or a settlement or um, conditional termination of criminal proceedings, which is also something that children below the age of criminal responsibility do not have access to. So they may find themselves um, subjected to very formal judicial proceedings, you know, when being, for instance, accused of very petty offences. So basically what we, what we find is a situation, I, I didn't even know, is a situation where children which are below the age of criminal responsibility may be worse off even uh, the children are subject to the ordinary juvenile justice system, so above 15 years old. So for exactly. any person who's a parent, etc., if a child makes a mistake uh, in an age below criminal responsibility, they could actually have less human rights guarantees than uh, uh, adolescents which are almost adults. Uh, that's actually very interesting. So, is this the reason why the ICJ brought the case? Why the International Commission of Jewish thought that this was a case to bring and why did the ICJ bring it to this body, to the European Committee on Social Rights of the Council of Europe? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we could see that really there are very serious systemic flaws in, in the Czech juvenile justice system, um, depriving the specific group of really particularly vulnerable people, children below the age of criminal responsibility, they were really being deprived of, of their rights. Um, and as we work towards access to justice for the most vulnerable, this, this seemed like a very important case. And, you know, we were alerted to the situation by Forum for Human Rights, um, an excellent Czech human rights organization whose lawyers have been pointing to this issue uh, for many years. So this situation seemed very clearly violating a number of international human rights standards, including the Convention on the Rights of the Child, um, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the European Convention on Human Rights, but also the, the European Social Charter, and in particular, um, the Article 17, providing for social and economic protection of, of children. Um, and uh, yeah, a number of other international legal standards are really being violated by, by this law and practice. So in 2017, um, the ICJ and Forum have lodged this collective complaint to the European Committee on Social Rights, which oversees the implementation of the um, European Social Charter with regards to access to procedural rights of children below the age of criminal responsibility. I mean, one reason why we decided also to, to bring the collective complaint as opposed to targeting perhaps other mechanisms is um, exactly that um, it is the systemic issue and the systemic uh, 
practice and gap in the law that can be very well addressed by such a collective complaint. Um, and in addition, usually a litigation at international level can be can be quite difficult or burdening for the victims, and especially when this, these are cases of very young children who would have to face the proceedings and uh, also uh, very likely they would not be children anymore uh, when another um, mechanism would have decided their case, they wouldn't have been really then able to even benefit from the decision personally. That's also when it can be quite practical to bring a collective complaint. While you know there were also quite there was quite a lot of evidence, we were able to really show the systematic practice and impact on children and the statistics. Um, so yeah, these were basically all, all the main reasons. Absolutely, and that also helps and assist the fact of not bringing children in the middle of the, of the proceedings, which of course may have an adverse impact on them. I think that's very considerate. So Asus, you have followed everything from uh, uh, the draft of the first complaint uh, to the answers to the state's replies uh, and justifications. As, uh, uh, these things people think is the last, the last decision, but it's years, years of work of uh, uh, evidence gathering, uh, of reporting, uh, of legal thinking and research. Uh, so again, congratulations for that. Um, how, in, in all of this, and this is the lawyer a bit asking and talking, uh, what was the argument of the state uh, to actually uh, maintain this, and, and what does the committee decided in the end? Uh, this is why uh, this is a positive decision? Yeah, um, I mean, there were, um, there were a number of different arguments. I think one quite interesting argument uh, that was brought uh, by, the, by the state, by the Czech Republic, was uh, really when they were actually at all questioning um, whether you know the admissibility of, of the complaint at all uh, for a violation of a right under the European Social Charter, saying you know that fair trial rights could not be at all protected uh, under this instrument. So um, in that in that specific case, I think this was really important that the committee emphasized once again that there is really no such thing such as a clear-cut division between civil and political rights and, and social rights and that there is this interdependence um, between fair trial rights and, and child's well-being so also you know pointing to its past jurisprudence and jurisprudence of, of uh, other bodies so I think this was for instance also this is also one added value really of of the judgment of, of the decision of the committee um, I mean, overall, the committee um, found that there was a violation of Article 17. Uh, so it, it found a violation for uh, based on, on two grounds. First of all, on the first ground, the committee found that um, the state must ensure uh, mandatory legal assistance to children below the age of criminal responsibility already in the pre-stage of the proceedings you know, because children need the lawyer to understand and follow the proceedings um, to understand. We need well. it as adults, imagine as children. Exactly, exactly. That's really basically just, you know, bringing the, the rights of children, even younger than 15, to the level of the adults and children that are 15 to 18 years old. Um, basically, yeah, all, all the different aspects such as, yeah, being aware of the fact that they have the right to, to remain silent or to prepare their defense. 
Um, and then the second legal ground uh, where the committee emphasized uh, the importance of diversion. So this kind of alternatives to, to the proceedings such as settlement, um, mediation or conditional um, termination or withdrawal of criminal proceedings. So, you know, that the children would not always have to end up in, in, in the court even for really small, uh, small offenses or for very small reasons. Uh, because this is like something that is, again, available for the children that are 15 to 18 years old, but this is not available for the younger ones. So uh, this is really important. And this, in this um, case, the committee also really emphasized the need for um, including as much as possible the restorative justice principles uh, in, for, for all children. So um, this was really important. And it also clearly emphasized, you know, the rights-based approach and as embedded in the, in the Convention on the Rights of the Child. And this is fantastic. But, uh, uh, and I want to ask you, uh, also for a lay person, as, as you know, we, we, are, we are talking about children uh, one of the definitions that I always find a bit odd, but I can't find a better one, uh, when it says children in conflict with the law. Um, but children who are faced with uh, situations that uh, touch upon what we call uh, criminal law offenses, etc., uh, but still they are children. And, and uh, we are in, in a different system. We, it's a reality we are rarely, we rarely think we may face as human beings, uh, but it may happen to everyone. Uh, and, uh, um, and what I meant is by giving this introduction is, you know, as human rights lawyers, we work very hard on many things. Uh, we rarely get a win. Uh, we can say it, uh, and in this case, uh, this is one of those situations where years and years of work bring to something that may change something. So uh, I wanted to ask you really, uh, in part as ICJ legal advisor, but also as Carolina Babicka, why do you think this decision is important? What do you think this decision can change for those children? and for children that uh, may have to face uh, uh, the criminal justice system in their life. Yeah, I mean, definitely it is, it is a really important decision and a great victory for us, but also really for Forum for Human Rights that have been you know, fighting uh, against the system for, for many years. I mean, indeed, it can hopefully uh, finally help to fix this very unjust system currently in place in the Czech Republic, where children really, uh, for you know, very uh, un unimportant reasons, end up in court, and you know, this can really impact so harshly on on their lives because you know, children being uh, then placed to closed institutions, this is such a serious. This has such a serious impact on their lives, and you know, I've actually seen, uh, you know, many many years ago back in the Czech Republic, um, situation in in the prisons where we did, you know, some some work and courses for for the prisoners. While ninety five percent of the prisoners we have met, they came from institutional care. So there is a, a general general huge problem of you know a high number of children being sent for various reasons to institutional care 
who then, you know, just are really not equipped for their life. And it's really basically impacts them in a way that, you know, when they are 18, they leave the institution and within six months, they're back in another institution, which is the prison. And that is really like a pattern that, that we see. So, um, and that obviously has to do with a much, much broader societal issue and the very paternalistic approach of the society towards children. Um, so I think, you know, this decision can also be one small drop uh, potentially in, you know, changing the system and uh, making really, making really the rights based approach, you know, a norm, um, you know, moving away from, from the welfare approach where we still, you know, uh, treat children from this somehow like top down <laughs> in this top down approach but really bringing it in line with the modern, you know, uh, last, um, last instruments of the Com Committee on the Rights of the Child that's really, you know, moving for many years now away from these patern paternalistic approaches. And I mean, we can think about the importance of this decision also for other European countries. I know that actually the, the Committee on the Rights of the Child in its last general comment uh, also emphasized that it is not only important, you know, what is the, the minimum age of criminal responsibility, but it's really important to also pay attention to how um, each state deals with children above and below the age. So I guess this is like a general concern, probably also in other countries. Um, and I know in some, some EU countries, there has, for instance, been a discussion where you know, the, the age of criminal responsibility is, is lower uh, than in the Czech Republic. And, you know, sometimes states have been also criticized for that. So there has have been discussions of actually raising the age of criminal responsibility. But then the question that some of the NGOs are very rightly asking themselves is, you know, what will happen then to the children, uh, you know, below the age of Yes. criminal responsibility how because they usually states have quite well developed you know procedural rights for those that are actually criminally liable so i think this decision can actually also serve as you know as, as some kind of a guidance or inspiration also for potential reforms um and yeah but first of all i really hope this will this will help to to change the current law and practice in in the czech republic I couldn't agree more with you. And it's also very telling also your experience that basically a lot of uh, uh, criminal justice issues we find in adult age are created by the wrong policies we do towards children as well. And, and also this is really a societal importance. And, we do, and the a reaffirmation is not a discovery uh, that actually implementing human rights law is not only a human rights law prerogative, but is also security issues, as meaning that by implementing human rights law, by giving rights barrier, by treating children a rights barrier, actually you create a better society and you create a safer society as well. So frankly, that's uh, an, an amazing contribution. I want to thank you very much. I think this was really, really informative. And congratulations again to you and to the SJ to Forum for Human Rights for this. Uh, now it comes the difficult part of trying to implement this, uh, which is always when uh, where we have to make extra effort again. Uh, and uh, um, to that said, thank you for being with us uh, and I hope to have you for other conversations uh, and have a nice day. Thanks a lot. You too, have a nice day. Bye-bye.